But what people don't understand is that this force of the only way you could be successful is with a college degree is awful. And that, like you said, that's what's causing people to get depressed. Because now everybody's like, oh, we're coming out of college with this $200,000 debt already. And I don't have a job out of college. What am I going to do? Yeah. It's it's this this awful notion. And it, it I, that's part of the reason why depression skyrockets. Because there's so much, so much expectation on get, going to school, getting a great job. When if you have an idea... If you take a different route, you could still be just as successful, if not more, maybe. So I want to go into this with, we, we, were, we were briefing a little bit before this all started, and uh, we were talking about how much all this equipment costs and how much, you know, we time and energy yeah. we put into this stuff, right? Absolutely. I, there was a point, you know, I came home from college and I was like, you know what? I'm I'm just gonna try to do it. I'm just gonna try to do it. And the reason why I put so much money and time into this is because kind of like I, I don't want to give myself a sec like a, a plan B. I kind of just want it to work out. But that's not really responsible. I don't I don't know. You know, because you've been doing this for so long and you've grown a lot I, lately, right? I've been doing. Get, this. Go, do you mind just get a little bit closer? Yeah, like you're gonna basically like you're gonna eat it. Okay. Okay. Oh, that sounds great. There. Yeah. Um, I've basically been doing this for. The exact, almost the exact same amount of time as you were, have been doing it. Um, I, like you said, I kind of want this to work out. That's basically like mm-hmm. my mindset too. Um, it 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 is working out. It's it's obviously slower. It's not gonna be everything at once. But um, yeah. So I started it and it was slow. Um no viewers and then you get that one viewer and they they just talk and then you get these regulars after a while and now i've brought grown to where i'm averaging mm-hmm. like 20 to 30 viewers a stream like that's minus raids so raids are when you could send your viewers after you're done streaming to your, another stream and like just to give them like exposure and the, when you get rated, those views, if they're still watching your stream through the person's stream that's hosting you, those don't count as viewers to your average count. I am at the point now where I'm averaging like 20 to 30 without those. Like I'm just, I stream and the whole stream, I'm at that 20 to 30 mark. Um, and like my family, they're... <laughs> <laughs> they're not they're not huge fans of the route I'm taking and like wanting like basically a career in content creating. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the in the end, it's also not their choice. It's also I I'm comp with everything. Obviously, I don't. I'm not this like statistician who knows this like line of gr- regression that. It, for future projections and like exploiting that. Um, but it, I, I love it. It's, it's mm. something that I can't reciprocate anywhere else. Um, I'm decent at it. At least I think I am. Uh, and it's just this effect that I'm having on other people, just being able to come in and just have a good time and, and just, 
make make them feel like they have a home outside of their main home. Yeah. Before we continue, I want you because I know a lot of you, a lot of people that subscribe to me already know you, and I know um, obviously the people that uh, follow you know you. Mm-hmm. But can you just real quick explain like what exactly you do on Twitch? Okay. Yeah. So I live stream um, a game called Clone Hero. It's a basically a direct simulation of Guitar Hero. Um, it's completely free. Everything's free in it. The songs you download completely free it's actually maintained by the community the community there's like a few devs on it but they are people in the community they're not like professional uh game designers they are people who love the game of guitar hero and they decided to take the assets of a previous guitar hero um and basically create this simulation that's almost exactly the same they can't say Guitar Hero because that's obviously copywritten, but they changed it to Clone Hero, and they have a plan in time where they'll make they'll call it Strike Line, and the, I think they're making their own assets. Uh, that's still in the working, but they're doing like playable test builds, and the game itself, I stream five days a week. I try to get six days a week because sometimes you need to put those ec- that extra time in um, mm. for growth uh and it's awesome i i post on youtube i post on tiktok so you were just talking about you know you like to do it you want it to work out everyone wants it to work out you know uh, i would yeah. like the, f- the i don't know who it was there was like this i don't know if it was like an economist or just some politician or professor or something i don't know but Around like uh, the forties, fifties, there was this guy who was um, he was qu- like qualified to make these like assumptions. He would talk about how at the rate we are moving in like in the workforce, we're probably only going to work fifteen hours a week because the further we go into the future, the less days we work and the less hours we work. And at that point in history, it was like, oh, it makes sense. Okay, that's that. Okay, yeah, that would make. But today. Why are we working, you know, for like, I don't, I, mean, I don't really give a shit, but like, why are we working 40, 40 hours a, um, a week? Sometimes people have to work more and they don't have enough time to, you know, be themselves. And then there was a whole bunch of reasons why it is or is not that way. But the reason why I bring it up is because more and more, you know, people want to express themselves and do something creative. But unfortunately, we don't live in a world where that's like reasonable. And it's not because people like look down on it anymore. It's more of like, you're you gotta eat you know you gotta make money yeah so but that desire for it to work out everyone's got that everyone wants you know a piece they of have want- that drive that vigor yeah to, um yeah i mean i've i i saw this one thing and like it's so stupid like we really are the only species to pay to live on a planet <laughs> we have no choice but to pay uh, it's just everything boils down to money, and yeah. right now, yeah, I'm I'm not making a whole lot on it, but I'm making some. Um, I'm living home still. Obviously, 26, you get kicked off the insurance and that stuff. Um, I think they might have increased it actually. Really, I don't know if that's true. I know it was 26. It was, it was that, but I think like no one will believe me when I say this because I really have no idea. But I think they might have 
change that. Well, that would be much better if they did. But uh, um, and every but the things I'm seeing in my stream, everything is increasing. Everything has that green arrow arrow pointing up. It's it's obviously not like set in stone right now, but it's 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 not like I'm I've plateaued or even digressed i am still going up it's 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 going in the right direction that i need it to um but also when the the family it's more it's not so much the money also to the fact that they don't think it's a real job like the amount of hours i put it i mean i probably when it comes to this i probably put in Close to like forty-five to fifty hours a week in the into this, and yeah, I believe it. I definitely believe that. And they don't see what they see on the outside is you're playing video games. You're you, that's not a job. You can't do that. But in reality, they don't ever look past that. They it's like this shell that they they can't get past to see actually what I'm doing, and. I think that's the toughest thing when it comes to doing this when you don't have the, like the support and back from your family. Mm. Well, and, you go finish. I lost my train of thought. Okay, I'm, I'm so sorry. No, 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 you're good. Um, you know, we talked about you know how much money I put into this. You know, oh, and yeah. we and I don't make any money off of this. I don't. You know, it people people my friends will always say my family, my friends will be like. Oh, but you make some money off of that YouTube thing, right? And I'm like, no, I don't. And I tell them if I had a thousand subscribers, I would make like a nickel a month. Like you don't make a lot of money off of this, right? Until uh, you have like real supporters and you could sell merchandise and Mm -hmm. whatever. Okay. But I'm very like my, like, I know everyone in my family thinks what I'm doing is really cool. They really like it. They, everyone supports me. They, they're their eyebrows get raised, like, in an ex- and their, their eyes light up whenever I talk about it, and they really like it. My my father, he's verbally told me that he wants this to work out for me. He wants it to work. Mm-hmm. And, and, and God, that we, it means the world to me. Yep. But everyone, including me, knows the whether or not it's possible is a different story. Or, or, yeah. or maybe possible is the wrong word. Uh like easily achievable right but there's when people say it's not a job i I think because they're thinking of a few things they think for it to be a job you need to get paid and you need to get paid a wage that you can live on otherwise it's just like uh like like a side hustle like doing doordash although some people do do doordash for a living and they make a lot of money somehow you need to make a living off of it but i think people also think that it's easy now if you have a million subs, you have an editor, you have whatever, I'm sure it's a lot easier than when you just start out. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But there are hard aspects to every single job. Every single job. Oh, and yeah. I explained to you know my parents and my friends that like the amount of times I've had to say no to my friends for going out or doing something, yep. the amount of times where I'll, like my girlfriend will sit on the couch while I edit for 12 hours a day, like I can't, like I'm being sometimes I'm being an irresponsible boyfriend because I am not performing my duties correctly, but she loves me enough to know that this is something I really want. So it's hard. It takes a lot out of your life. So it's it it's real. Oh, absolutely. But also, 
one thing that I've recently started living by, you put the reason we do this, we're putting in the hours, so much time into this now that when it does, like, I genuinely, I've even told my mom this, Mark, I think you will, you will make it with this. Um, what do you mean you've told you? You're like, hey, mom, I was like, by the ju- way, just the, just the way that you go about your podcast and your work ethic. I, I'm like, Mark's going to be able to do this as a career. I, like, I appreciate that. Um, but they, you put so much time into it now that when you do make it, it, it's so much easier. It's one of the things when it comes to like social media and that stuff is the work to get going is so much more, not rigorous, but like so much more you have to put into it in order for it to get going. But once it starts getting going, it becomes much easier. It's exponential. Yeah. And then you get that constant growth and everything. And yeah, you put a lot like my family looks at me as like, a quote unquote basement dweller. But like, <laughs> but like I'm I'm down there. I'm throwing edits together. I'm like trying to get this stuff done so that I could get ahead. Cause I'm also still going to school studying and I also have homework I have to get done. So I'm like getting this like this crappy three to five hours of sleep every night. Um because right after stream I go straight to editing because I, I need to have my day tomorrow to do yeah. my homework and stuff. So it's 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 it is a lot of work and they they don't see it as a lot of work. They see it as basically like yeah, right now it's like a side hustle hobby type of thing, but it's growing to where at some point it can be something more. And they don't see it as work. They and like you said, you could talk about it to your family and all that stuff. I stray away from talking to it to any of my family members. Well, I don't I don't try to talk about it. It's you know those like okay, right? Your birthday comes around. Yeah. And you're like, all right, so like what's what's the next step, Max? What what are you gonna do yep. now, Max? It's like that's when I talk about it. It's not like Oh, guess what I did today? Like I. Like, oh yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I, I'm sorry if that. No, came no, off no. Like, you, you literally just said you don't do that. So even if it came yeah. off that way, you said you didn't. So. Yeah, I, I, like basically, there's no asking about it and me being able to be passionate enough gotcha. to say what's going on. It's more just like, like, like you said, what's the next step? Yeah, get a job, like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I um. I get anxious, so anxious, like everyone else, when the, you know those conversations come up. Yep. But I imagine, like I don't, I don't know your family. I don't live with your family. Although, well, I know your family, but I don't live with your family. Yeah. Right? I don't know what it's like to be in their home and be grazed by them, mm-hmm. grow around them. But I think take this, take this with a because, like I said, I don't know you or your situation, but perhaps. Go easier on yourself if you can. It looks like you're going easier on yourself, but go easier on yourself because at least you're making tangible progress. And that's a lot better than, you know, because some people, and not because they, they're shitty Twitch streamers or shitty YouTubers, that 
of course, could be the case. But a lot of people, they do it for so long. Like, there's subreddits. Uh, there's a subreddit called, like, Deep Into YouTube or something. And sometimes they find videos of people that have been posting for five years and all their videos have, like, zero views. And most of the time, those people that are posting those videos are kind of, like, like actually, like, crazy people. Yeah. And they're, like, posting, like, pictures of, like, like burying like a dead gopher like it's weird shit man it's fucking weird it's really weird it's super weird but the point is people do this forever and they they get nothing and then there's that youtube uh the subreddit called new tubers and that's a real subreddit like they try to help people out and help help people grow and people will be on there for years and still have like 20 subs but most of the people like that um they just can't seem to get to the next part no matter how great their intentions are they can't get mm. to the next step so the percentage of people that are trying this wholeheartedly and failing is so large. And for you to actually be able to make tangible progress, that means a lot. And I think people like, whether it be your parents, your, your rest of your family, your friends, I think they should see the value in that. Like you're actually making real progress, you know? Oh yeah. My, my friends, all of them, they think, they think it's really cool. And like the fact that as one of my friends goes, you're literally making money to play <laughs> video games. I've never, we've discussed doing this and you're actually doing it. Yeah. And he, he's just like, like, it's really cool and like really respectable. And when he, when they tell me stuff like that, it's like, it, it makes me feel good. And like you said, when those conversations of jobs and stuff come up, it makes you really anxious because you have your intentions. You, you know what you want, and you're going to do everything in your power to achieve that. Other people don't understand that like type of work ethic. Yeah, and I mean, is it's it it's sucks. Like I see, I'm friends with like other streamers on yeah, of course. Twitch, like my friend Cassandra Avery. They. They have that back from their family that, and like their their families in their streams all the time. Like they enjoy watching that. It, I just, I don't know if it makes sense, but I I want to like see that they put an interest into like my aspirations and stuff. You know what I mean? That's um, so it's hard, right? Because um, I get that whenever whenever people ask about my podcast that like hears it from the grapevine i never tell them watch this episode i'm like oh yeah i do and i try to shut up about it right yeah because i don't want people to feel like they have to watch it because i'm guilting them into watching anything and the same goes for my family i know that not everyone's gonna like the content i produce i have 39 cousins or 29 cousins i know how many plus the in-laws the aunts the uncles the significant others all that i have a large family yeah there's a large portion of them that will never watch this content for enjoyment. They might watch it because, oh, it's Marky. Yeah. But they're not going to watch it because this is a ma- masterful content. Yep. They're not going to do that. My uh, Going back to my father, right? Every now and then he'll click on a, uh, on a on an episode. Like, I remember he texted me one time, which I'm sure this is something you want to hear. I, like, I get it. He texted me one side. He said, hey, that was a good TikTok you posted today. Um, and I think he only sent that once. I think it's the first time we got into TikTok, <laughs> and like I was probably the only person he followed. Yeah, but um, because he's an old man. But sometimes they'll find it and they'll be like, "Oh, that's really great stuff." 
But that's also because I'm talking to people that are, like, either their age or, like, young people. Like, I'll talk to people that are going through some stuff. So that's, like, a wider niche. Like, we were talking about that. What are the odds your mother's going to be into Guitar Hero? They might... She might like what you do. She might be like, I'm I'm happy my son's happy. But the odds of her actually sitting down and watching Guitar Hero is different, you know? Absolutely. Um, So so I give it, like, the, the, you know, a little bit of benefit there. But I get it. I get it. You want that, like, familial... uh, camaraderie where it's like oh my gosh uh, uh, like Maggie she goes in to like she makes her username uh, slippery snake 27 or something so no one knows it's your mom and just like hypes you up like I get it like that's that'd be cool but it it is what it is but not not so much that I want like that you know how speak candidly speak candidly just write out get the emotions out yeah like I want want, (laughs) god damn it what the fuck I want what like my sister talks about the job to like right, her I brother. Understand. Like I want that questioning like every now and then. Obviously, wow, that makes me sound pompous. No, no, um, no I get it. But like, I'm really excited about this. I mean, how how you could have this like effect? I'm playing a video game and just talking to a camera, and you have this effect on someone that makes them want to come back, makes them say like. This is what I look forward to every day. I enjoy just hanging out here. Um, excuse me, sorry. I just did the same thing. <laughs> um, it, they come here and they go like, I had a really rough day. Uh, hoping this stream could make me happy like it always does. Like stuff like that. And I mean, money money's a great thing. Cool. It, it It's amazing. But there's no way to reciprocate the feeling of what you're doing in other people's lives. Because what you experience when it comes to hardship, like depression, disease, all of that, whether you're down or something, you know you could still have that effect on someone else. So you push through it no matter what. Like, I've, for example, I've had, like, some really bad, like, flare-ups or, like, gotten really sick and my body because I don't have much of an immune system, it it takes a longer time to fight it, so I'll get sicker, yeah. and lo- it'll be for longer times. So I'll be feeling like I'm in the dumps, and I'll even like say I really don't want to stream today, but there's always that motivation in the back of my mind that screams to me saying, someone else might be going through the exact same thing, and this is the only thing that will make them happier in a day. <laughs> So that's my motivate. That's the motivation I have when I'm feeling like absolute dog water. That someone could be feeling the exact same thing, if not worse, and coming to my stream will boost their spirits. So, who cares if I feel like crap for four hours? I'm still gonna put on the best show I can, so that they could be happy and everything. And you want people to notice that, like, that's part of what you, what you do is not. It's not selfish where it's like i just want to play video games it's more of a yeah i want to play video games but the reason i started it to play video games but i stayed in it for the people like is that kind of what you want people to notice kind of but like i also didn't even just start to play video games what i always say in stream is that people i'm not the best at the game i'm i people say that i'm like top 50 and stuff at it but i'm not the best so it's not that i'm the best and that's what the viewership's coming for 
the game is always going to be second in my streams. So you're going to see the game, obviously, that's there. But I want people to come for the interaction, for the community, for the personality. And that's what most people in successful streams do. Obviously, there's those streamers like Shroud and Haiku who... Or Haiko? I don't know. I have no um, idea. Who, they're like top of their game, but they don't interact with chat, and there's no sense of community in those streams. But m- most, most streamers, if the, to be successful, it's for the personality, not the gameplay. So I want people to come in and just get captivated with the community, everybody talking and just having a good time. Um. So yeah, so I don't do streaming for the video games. I do it for more of the community and like helping other people, even if I can't interact directly to them in person. I can understand that because, mm, you know, I, if there's anything I would want out of, uh, this podcast, it would be community. I like the camaraderie. I like the brotherhood. I like the, uh, you know, the friendship. I, you know, because of the type of content I do, I, I'm very lucky where I've been able to meet people all around the world, um, which is really cool. And it's fun making friends for the content, but I enjoy people actually commenting. I enjoy people talking about it, excited to see what comes next. Like there's this one uh, supporter we have. His name is Jesse Lugo. Jesse, if you're listening to this, you're awesome. He um, He's a friend of my stepbrother's. And uh, he supports his content all the way because, you know, he, you know what, he finds value in it. There's another guy, his name's Jesus is Goat. That's his nice. YouTube name. Yeah, right? Um, it's so funny. And he subscribed to us, and we had, like, 20 subscribers, I think. And he, he'll comment every now and then. I don't, I don't know who the hell the guy is. He's like, that's, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's the community. Community means so much to, to you know, streamers, YouTubers, and those people – there's this YouTuber streamer. He doesn't stream on Twitch anymore. He streams on YouTube. His name's Harris Heller or something. I have no idea. I, I'm not is. sure what his name is exactly, but that that what I just said is close enough to his real name, so people that know him know what I'm talking about. And he's really cool. I really like him on YouTube, and he doesn't like post like entertainment content. He posts like uh, he re- reviews equipment. He talks about streaming, and then he streams entertainment. Mm-hmm. And he just posted a video about how there's like. Two, three types of streamers or whatever. And you said, you know, there's not a lot of tips I can give people for streaming anymore because they're finite. They don't expand. It just is what it is. And you're saying, but the last tip, like, I can really give you that really no one talks about is how, it's like how to grow on Twitch or YouTube, whatever it is. And there's there's two ways to do it. One way is to do, like, what I'm doing now is where I make so much content and I post it everywhere as much as far as I can. And he said the other way is to do that, but do it different than everybody else, basically. And yep. he says the only way people usually do that is if they have, like, that personality or they, like, say, say they play a clone hero, but every time they lose, they have to take a shot, right? Like, that's different. No one does yeah, that. No one does. No that. one should do that. No one should do that. Go to the hospital if you do that. But um, so he was saying you got to be different, have a personality, and be consistent, basically. Yes. That, 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 that's it. And I'm not saying that's it because it's easy. But, um, yeah, he talks about that, and it's so hard to do all that without the community. You know, I was just talking to my most recent guest, uh, High Value LDP, 
who we spoke about before you came on. And I said to him, how, how does it feel, man, that two weeks in you had 10,000 subscribers? And he, he was aware. He's aware. He's like, I know, like, this isn't common. I know that this is, like, he said he, he, he would say he missed out on a lot of the struggle for YouTube. However, he did work really hard on a lot of other things, which gave him the experience to succeed in YouTube, which I can accept. Um, so for him, he feels a form of community. But for people like me or people like you who, who is on YouTube right now, but the growth is a little bit slower. Yeah. It's hard to put that much work in with no, you know, like you were saying with your well, parents, yeah. like that feedback. You don't, you don't get that, that result. People feed off of results and that's how, where a lot of YouTubers or streamers, that's where they fail because if you're not in reality, you're not going to get results off the beginning that's just how it is because people don't know you yeah it takes time to get that those results and i mean i was talking to myself when i first started streaming for about a week and a half and damn we keep doing bro, on, at the I, same, time. same time not even joking that's not <laughs> every, even every um but i was talking to myself for like a week and a half like how i was playing guitar hero for four or five hours for two weeks straight. And like, yeah, you see that, that, that one viewer in the top right corner, but you also, they don't talk. So I you, thought that one viewer was you. No, no, no. So when I started streaming, I'll go back to my other thing in a second. When I started streaming, I actually purposely didn't go onto my phone and to add that extra viewer. I wanted it to be like, complete organic growth so i i've never i never look uh, for me i was lucky i never ever saw just a zero it was always one and i don't know who the one is maybe it's one of my regulars i don't, I don't know well that's what i'm saying i think like not to like be like no you're totally wrong but i think because when you yourself as a streamer when you stream you're counted as one viewer because when i started streaming just as test streams, I'm like, how the fuck do I have one viewer on this? That's, you you would think that, but Unless like, they changed it, I don't know. I There are some people who do have that, like, zero. Okay, the, all right, and I'm wrong. I'm like, so, but, again, I'm I'm talking to myself for, for three, four hours, and just rambling on about God knows what, and yeah. it's just... <laughs> It's it's tough to keep doing that and not see results, but it it's more so the perseverance is what ends up becoming success for people because people think, oh, I'm going to... A lot of people go in the mindset, I'm going to play video games for money. I, I see my favorite streamer doing this. I'm going to make money off of this. That p viewership and like everybody will know exactly your intentions. Not so much if you verbally say it, but everybody can tell when you have the wrong intentions. And how you, would how would you tell, like you personally? How would what, what would what would show that to you? It's it's a lot of more so nonverbal cues. The the way I, like I react when I see a new viewer or or the way I react with raids, all of that stuff. You could tell it's more so for the community and having fun 
with streaming rather than money. Other you see like the big streamers, they new viewers, it they don't matter to them. It's like, it's like a parasitic relationship where the viewers have this like I guess community and friendship with each other and attempt to get it with him, but he can't have that intimate relationship with all his viewers because he has way too many. Yeah. So so he's reaping the benefits off of them while they're not really reaping the benefits off of off of the streamer the community, himself, other right, than yeah. it's just entertainment that they're watching rather than it being more than just that entertainment. It's a friendship. It's a community. And look, I started this. I wanted to had just stream and have a good time, maybe build a community. I, n- I never thought it would get to five average viewers, let alone 25. And I never thought we would be pushing close to 3K followers in less than two years. I mean, I never thought that would happen in the slightest. I was, I even explained that I never thought I was going to hit 100 followers. And then I was never going to hit 500 followers. And then all of a sudden, the whole Guitar Hero community, like the charters, the big streamers like Asai, uh, Carney Jared, they all just found me somehow. And now, now I, now I have a name in the community. So people see my name and they know exactly who that is. And like this community, it, it means more to me than just video games and streaming. It, it, this is, I have made relationships in this community. I have made friendships that I, I talk to off of stream and it's just, Nothing, nothing, in my opinion, beats this. Like, I I personally love baseball. It's my one of my favorite things in the world. Did I'm, I compare this to what the emotions and feelings I get when I watch a baseball game, and I just can't reciprocate that. Whether it's the anger, yeah, I, I rage on stream. There are some video. There's actually a video of me breaking my guitar accidentally. What? Yeah, so... Um, an FC is when you 100% a song and don't break the combo. It's called a full combo. Okay. I was going for my 1,000th FC, which is a pretty big milestone in the game. And the blue button kept failing. And I normally would hit the neck of the guitar, and for some reason that'll sometimes fix it. Well, this time it started to really piss me off. So I started wailing at it, and it snapped the neck off. But the wire stayed intact still. The neck was broken. But the wires were still connected. So to, you will. So I gorilla glued and oh, duct taped no. it back together. And the video, the video is actually on YouTube. I I show myself actually breaking the guitar, and then I, I do a montage, like a good old Karate Kid montage with "You're the Best Around" and me That's fixing awesome. it. And then it's just a sketchy guitar now. And funny enough, it's never worked better. Like I, it, as crazy as that sounds, it it doesn't fail now. It it works perfectly fine. That is and so funny. It is it, but I lost my train of thought because, but um, it's just like th- this community, this uh, everything, all the feeling, the rage, the happiness, the the stress. Because yeah, when you when you have those expectations from other people. It puts a stress on you, like, can I put out that better content for them? Could I keep making them entertained with the next stuff I do? So it it adds that stress and just constant thinking. And, like, 
I sometimes go to sleep just thinking of what can I do that will make them even more entertained than what I did today. So do I do, do I do like this little game with them or like so on? And there's always that stress. There's always outside stress. And I feel like for you, for me, for anyone who, who's pursuing content creating, the stress of all of that and building a community, putting out good content, not doing the wrong thing in it, it just all adds up. And then you have that expectation from other people, not just your community, but like yeah. family. And you have like, you want to prove them wrong, but like they have this notion already predisposed for you. So it's just the stress, happiness, rage, all of that. Nothing can reciprocate that to me, but my favorite thing in the world in baseball. And I mean, I, excuse me, I am going to, <laughs> I didn't do it that time. Oh, I didn't good, do good, that. Good, good. I'm going to feed off of that. And I'm, that's the, my drive, like the, the, the helping other people in dark situations. That's the drive that makes me go downstairs, you know, hook everything up, start streaming and just having a good time every night at that, that 10 o'clock PM Eastern. Always. It's just it's just nothing beats it. Especially when you do get the compliments like this is awesome. Like yeah. that. So it I I wouldn't I I'd be a liar if I said like I obviously don't want to make money with this. Like I do. I want to make money with it. Oh my god, everybody wants but to make money with this stuff. The the goal for me has always been I wanna I want a place in this world. I want I want I want a piece of it, you know? Like yep. I, I the older we get, and I don't mean because we're getting old, we can't do things. I meant like the further into the future we get with, you know, this changing world with, you know, the NFT stuff, the metaverse stuff, the, okay, my, my great, great friend, he's done two episodes with me. He's the most emotionally intelligent person I know. I think, I think everyone should, should be his friend. His name is Beshoy. And he, he put it in a really good way. And he said that he, he, he blamed a lot of, you know, people not being able to afford college, a lot of people not finding work, people being depressed. He blames a lot of it on, uh, this isn't the only thing, but a big, a big point he made was that so many people aren't introduced to career options in high school. And because of the separation between uh, trade work and white, like blue collar work and white collar work in mm -hmm. high school, like they like, oh, you want to, you want to do a trade? You got to go to a separate school on the bus at, you know, 8 a.m. and you can't be around any of your friends. That separation is what kind of, and he, I think he said it happened, it started in the 80s. That separation made a really huge divide, which in turn made white collar work in America oversaturated. So when you go to college, it is way harder to get a job because more people are looking for that job. Meanwhile, in trade careers, they there's they need people because no oh, one yeah because yeah, no one's doing it right. Oh. So he was saying that, you know, that's a big problem we're having. And the reason why I bring it up is because everyone, everyone I know, me me included, we're all looking for that white collar work because we grew up thinking that's what we were supposed to want. Yep, and it's making us really depressed. 
it's making us feel like failures. It's making us feel like we di- we chose wrong, even though it's not entirely our fault. Because you can go to school, spend $200,000, and still be a failure. You can. Oh, you see it all the time. Yeah. So people spend... It's really upsetting. People spend 18 to 25 building their life that they forget to live it. And by the time they're done building it, they can't live it because there there are there are less opportunities. Mm-hmm. Now, people do get lucky. People do put in the hard work, and it does pay off. But a lot of people put in the hard work, and it never pays off. What's that Jim Carrey quote where he said, my father taught me that you can do what you hate and still fail because his father wanted to be a comedian. But he, he's like, no, 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 no. I got to pick a safe job because I got children. So he became an accountant, and then got let go, and then his family like lived like in poverty. Or I don't know if poverty. I don't want to put words in his mouth. But So if you can fail at what you don't like, you might as well try what you love. And people are scrounging for white-collar work because that's what most of us got into, that we don't feel like we have a place on this planet. We, it's, hard, it's harder to create families. It's harder to buy homes. So we want a piece of something. We want something. And this online community stuff, whether it's Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, or you know, my girlfriend, she's a part of this company called Death Comes Lifting. They're a clothing company for people who like to work out in like the horror like scene, right? Mm-hmm. She loves it. It's perfect for her. That's a community. She found something. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Everyone wants something. And then when people Oh, I just did it. Fuck. Yes. And I didn't do it that time. I didn't do it. Yeah. So so when people like your parents or my parents or people that are not our parents but older than us, they look at us and get confused because the world our parents from like the 60s to, uh, you know, 2006, right? Those were like unprecedented times. Like it was an anomaly. That was such a perfect time to grow up and live. Right, compared to now, I know like the Vietnam War is horrible. I get it. It's not what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. But like economically and socially, for a lot of people, a lot, not all, a lot of people, it was a great time to, you know, build a life. So they look at us saying, confused why we can't do it too. Some parents get it. The world's fucked up, not in a good place. Oh, absolutely yeah, awful. Yeah, yeah. Some, some, some people get it, not all. So when the older generation looks at us, they don't know how to raise us, not because they're bad parents, but because, for instance, the way I explain it, I, I, I tell people all the time, my father's 56, 55, I'm 24. We both, for the first time in our lives, experienced, for the first time, a, establ- a what's called, a, a first world country attack another country. Oh, yeah. For the, for the first time in both of our lives. We both had to experience that together. My father and me both experienced and had to grow up together with the internet. He doesn't know how to raise a child with the internet. He's doing his best. So that's why the older generations don't really get it. And now that we're starved of like, you know, our spirituality or like whether it's religion or spirituality or if it's, um, you know, friendship or love, we are so starved of so many things that, you know, the old generations had why are they all depressed? Why are they all depressed? Why are they all, how, all have these mental illness and stuff? So everyone's fucked. But, so we're all looking for that community. We're all looking for that brotherhood. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's so important. And also, not we get to, even, even from high school, middle school, they put this idea in our mind that the only way you could get a good job is if you go to college and get a degree. 
like trade trade school like you said it's a dying breed because everyone has that notion that you go to trade school you're not going to be as successful as yeah. someone else and now if you actually look at it everything when it comes to trades prices for all that plumbing electricity it's all skyrocketing now because why supply and demand there's not a lot of of these like companies or like people to do this work they could set their own price yeah. and it's it's hurting it's hurting us more but it's you could be successful with a trade without going to college too you you can be successful with that stuff mm. there's always ways to be successful but what people don't understand is that this force of the only way you could be successful is with a college degree is awful and that like you said that's what's causing people to get depressed because now everybody's like oh we're coming out of college with this two hundred thousand dollar debt already and i don't have a job out of college what am i gonna do yeah it's it's this this awful notion and it, it, I, that's part of the reason why depression skyrockets because there's so much, so much expectation on get, going to school, getting a great job. When if you have an idea, if you take a different route, you could still be just as successful, if not more, maybe. And it's just it, it's sad to know that people just can't do what they love. They have to do what they other people want them to and that's the only way to be successful and it's 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 not it's not to the fault of the the, the parents like i don't want people thinking that parents did something wrong it's because oh, not at all this is how they were taught and they were like well it worked for me um it'll work for you but it won't it, i mean think time change when people if i ask for advice give it to me and i shouldn't complain but if if you tell me if you go out of your way and you say you should do this fuck you You've yep. lit you. How many times have you done this? Once you've lived one life. Yeah. How are you going to yeah. tell me? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so it, it, it's so it's like so stupid. Now, is there merit to things that people say, even if I didn't ask? Yeah, of course. I mean, like Absolutely. You know, my grandmother's, you know, in her eighties. Of course, it's going to matter what she said. She eighties. I don't even know. Might be like ninety. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Grandma Gervino is I have a no, little older I have than no idea. eighties. I have no idea. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Everything she has to say has merit to it because she's she, she's accrued wisdom. My parents have accrued wisdom. My aunts and uncles have accrued accrued wisdom, but they're applicable. How applicable their you know experiences are now isn't as potent as it used to be, um, because it's 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 a different world now. Every everything they have still have merit, like I keep saying. But how applicable is it? It's a different story. So when people tell you how to do something, big grain of salt, huge, huge grain of salt, right? Yep. You know, so you got to do your own thing. And that's kind of what's scary is that the reason why people keep going to these colleges and doing what their parents tell them to is because we're kids. We don't know. Help me. And I'm not saying help me because I'm helpless. Help me because I trust you because you need to teach me. And it's not a, it's not shame on them and it's not shame on me. It's shame on the circumstance that their advice hasn't done much for really any of their kids. But what has done well for their kids is teaching them how to be good people, teaching them how to be polite, teaching them how to conduct their lives as a professional. That stuff will never go away. I think the only way to raise a better future is to raise better children. 
and you might not be able to help them or teach them or give them, you know, money and riches and, you know, value, but you can teach them how to be a valuable human. I think as long as we keep doing that, we'll be fine, but we do have to get away from the idea that there's only one way to gain success. Oh, absolutely. And it, it, it all goes back to like, if we take my Twitch, for example, I'd like to say where I'm at, I'm very successful, but to them, it's how much money do you make? Um, that right now where I'm at, the money isn't what equates to success in what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I'm making some money and it's great, but that's not the success I'm shooting for right now. What you, when it comes to this, all you want to do is just grow. When you grow, the money will follow. Right now, followers is the success. Getting, causing effects on people's lives, that's the success. And then in time, everything will fall into place like a puzzle. It's just, it's, it all comes back to money. And money is such a, it's such a fucked up thing. Yeah. As, as, every, everything is just like, buy this, buy that. Can you survive? Like, whatever happened to surviving to survive rather than surviving because like you need something to do it like everybody everybody needs the same thing you need food you need shelter why did i forget the third need food food shelter food, and shelter. water no 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 uh it's it's the basic needs of life food shelter and water yeah I, yeah 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 okay continue um <laughs> I think I, I think I, I have that wrong, but uh, no, no, no. I get what you're saying. I I would say to um, and I'll give me like ten seconds. I would say that uh, what you equate with survival is you know shelter, uh, being properly medicated and food. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's because you and I have like. Well, yeah, but everyone should be, everyone should be properly yeah. medicated. Um, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. But you you need that stuff to survive, and now. You need money. And if you don't have money, you're not going to survive in this world, which is, it's such a messed up thing with prices going up for gas, for example. We're now shoving our money into things that we don't really need. Like, we we wouldn't need gas or, like, stuff like that. But we that, we need that to survive in order to make more money to survive off of. It's just... Yes, it is a need, but it's such a toxic need in life. And I think that's suicide rates are up. Mm-hmm. Depression is up. Anxiety is way up. And I think it all it all boils down to money. Well, like so obviously there's some people who are like biologically depressed and stuff, but environmental depression is on set because of outside factors like bullying or stuff like that but i think a lot of it has to do with money because they have that stress that that they they need this in order to live if they don't get this they're going to they're going to fail they're going to think they're a failure and then that's why people get depressed in my opinion a lot of people it's it's a little of the reason why i sometimes get down on myself is because i have that stress that like i need money but also there's so 
in the short term right now, they're so much more important than than money. And I mean, I I don't. It sucks. Yeah, it, yeah. I said to, I'm I'm very. This sounds weird, but like I'm actually pretty close with my boss. We talk very candidly. I always make jokes at my job to the 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 customers. I say. Uh, I say, if I get fired, my boss will be happy because I'll actually be able to do something with my life. Like, she'll clap for me. Or, like, I always say, say to people, if someone, like, says something stupid, I'm so sarcastic at work. Like, if I was a comedian, I practice my, my, my material at work. Mm-hmm. Like, and I say to them, like, uh, I'll get fired. I don't care. Like, threatening to beat them up or something. Yeah. I don't know. Like, stupid shit like that, right? But I, I talk candidly to my boss, and we're talking about money and stuff. So it doesn't matter what I say because I don't give a shit. And we were talking about how... As of, like, last year, it's definitely different now because prices increased. What, like, inflation is, like, at 7% right now? Yep. As of last year or the year before that, 2020 maybe, a livable wage without, like, a comfortable wage, not living wage, because a living wage is a survival wage, and that's still poor. Yeah. A comfortable wage for a single person with no children was sixty grand. That's nowhere near starting salaries. But oh, that, the average salary, the average amount a person makes in a year, isn't it like from like 25 to 35K? Yeah, depending. But so, depending on a lot of things, but definitely for starters, whatever it is. Um, what was I going to say? I don't, I don't like that whole thing. So I understand. It's like, I can't, like you said at the beginning of this or somewhere in the middle, you were like, it's crazy how we're the only things that have to pay to live on the planet. And when you say that, I'm not saying you, but I'm the royal you. When anyone says that, it's like, oh, come on, man. Like you're, 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 you're pulling a straws. But no, it's just true. I mean, like it is it's weird. True. It is weird. Yeah. But it's because I think you're going to really like the series that I showed you that I'm going to put. I think you're really going to like that because one of the talking points is uh, consumption. And I call it the birth of the meek. And we are we are a consumer culture. We we are consumers. That's what we do. That's what we are. And one of the arguments I make is that men and women are attracted to power. They're attracted to more. And I don't mean they have to rule anything, but no hard feelings. Not that you have any hard feelings. You can have the best intentions. But when you see somebody with three thousand followers, you're like, I want three thousand followers. Mm-hmm. Point is, you want more. Right. Yep. That's why humans are the way they are, because we we want the other, the other distinction I make is that when people look at humans, they got to think, all right, so we're just like every other animal. Yes. However, we have something else. It's called consciousness because we have the ability to actually perceive what's going on. Right. The tragedy is not that we have to watch children die in war. The tragedy is that we're conscious enough to understand it's happening at all. That's the tragedy. It's not the death. It's the ability to realize what's going on. That's the tragedy. So because we're conscious, because we actually realize what's going on, because we think and we make decisions and we we create doctrines and governments, that's why we're all fucked up because this isn't normal. But people shouldn't have this like power over someone else. But there's also no other way to do it. There is no other way to do it. If you want society, which, you know, a lot of people don't, but if you want society if you want goods even goods that you need to survive if you want like if you want to live in the woods you're going to need an axe or like a machete you're going to need a bow and arrow at the very least if you don't want to die from a bear or something right even that won't kill it but you know you need something you need 
commerce. You need goods. You need society. Um, even, you know, the, the Aztecs, the Incas, the Egyptians, they all had, you know, society. They had government. They had things. They had doctrines. They had people to listen to, leaders, shamans, whatever yeah. it was. So you need it, but it does suck. And I, I guess the point is, right, so I, may, I make the argument that the largest, and I, and I said this before already, but the largest tragedy is that we're conscious. I think that's that's the human condition is there's the reason why everyone's depressed. And it's not going to get better anytime soon. I think with everything going on right now in the world, I, I'd give it mid-30s, mid-2030s, things will start to get better because historically speaking, and listen, I'm no historian, but historically speaking, it doesn't just change overnight. No, and it doesn't just change in like five years. Yeah. It takes time because... It's just there's all there's this lust, just lust to control and maintain. People want money, people want power, people want to control other people. They want to be above other people, and that that's part of the reason. Reason like the whole like situation with Russia and Ukraine, like Russia doesn't want NATO getting too close to the, their borders and stuff. It's it's like this idea of Putin thinking like, oh, they want to control what happens to Russia while Putin wants to bring back the Soviet Union, have that world power to where he could start doing a con- like conquesting on his own. It's like stuff like that. And it doesn't get done overnight because simply age is a factor. And when someone's obviously still alive and in control, it's just... They're not, their mindset's not just going to switch off and be like, this is wrong. No, they have a lust. They have that mindset that they want this and this only. So, yeah. Well, the other thing too is I, all these theories about where the world's going, why it's heading in the place it's heading. The reason, you know, before any of this, before the war started, with the Ukraine Russia. And I mean, like you can choose what you want. Anyone listening, whether or not America's at technically at war with them. In my opinion, America's, at, I mean, like our tax dollars go to NATO and we support NATO. We support Ukraine. The American people are now fighting this war. So we might not on paper be at war, but we're at war. Yep. So the scary thing, right? Before any of this started was, um, you know, China and the Uyghur Muslims. And I remember saying to my co- cousin, Jack, I said to him, if I like, if I got, if the draft came right, I'd be okay with it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't try to escape the draft. I wouldn't go to prison. If and I'm talking about if we went against China, I I would be I'd be willing to uh, fight to save a a, we, a Uyghur child. I think that's something I'd morally be okay with. Um, like if the if the draft came, if the draft yeah. came, I would actually sign up before they came to my town because if it's gonna come anyway, I might as well do yeah. it. Because I think if you sign up, you get a larger pool of options for your job not sure but I'd be, I'd be okay with it but right now um there's like no moral moral high ground in a lot of places because you don't know what's going on like yeah i don't agree with you know russia shooting up hospitals i obviously don't agree with that oh, right no. No, no shit but it's like you don't really know wh- where to side not with the russia thing but with the whole because obviously they, they they started it, so like they're in the wrong. But 
you don't really know where to side with the whole world, like whether it's American uh, politics, if it's Canadian politics with all that stuff going on, um, if it's you know the European Union politics, whether it is it is with Russia and Ukraine, or if it's with like uh, you know COVID stuff or you know uh, civil rights stuff, like you don't know where to yep. side because both sides lie. We know that both sides. If, de- you, if you think you're being told even. 25% of the truth. A fraction, yeah. You're not, you're, the amount we know that's true is probably so minuscule. Yeah. That, I mean, when it comes to politics and government, you're going to know maybe one-fifteenth of what yeah. actually is going on and what they're actually being truthful about. It's not even like they want to, they want to, like, I'm sure, yes, a lot of them want to lie, but it's not even like a, a lot of them want to lie. It's just that... The actual truth has been extrapolated so far that they can't even tell what is or is not true anymore. Yeah. You know, they just they keep rolling over until it's not even recognizable anymore. But the the point is, you got like the politics. You don't know the trust. You got you. Uh, sorry, you have international politics. You have national politics. You have you know the you know this culture war. You have you know the desire to have a piece of the world. You desire to be happy. Maybe you want to be in love, or you want to have you want friendship, or you want to walk out of your house without crying, right? Mm-hmm. What? How do you fix that? So uh, before I was talking about like, uh, oh, mid-30s is when I think things will be better. By the way, I'm an idiot, everyone, so don't fucking listen to me. Same. But, yeah, don't listen to anything. Please, God, you know what? Turn this yeah, off. Yeah, just enjoy the <laughs> listening, but like, don't take any of this advice as like, yeah, life advice. This is awful. Yeah, most of the things I'm I'm saying too is it's completely apolitical. Like I'm not even I'm not even going to choose a side. But what I'm saying is there's so much wrong, and everyone everyone tries to fix. Everyone has a solution for the problem, but that solution overcorrects. Another thing that Bashar was talking about, it overcorrects, leaving other groups ostracized and oppressed. So everyone has an answer that hurts somebody else. So. Everyone, every one of us in our in our generation, we look selfish because we're trying to fix ourselves. And whereas people will be like, "Oh, you know, like what about this? What about this?" I know a lot of people will be like, "You should be an activist for this, or you should uh, protest for this." It's like, bro, I don't even know what I'm eating for breakfast. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with my life. So we're all depressed, and we're trying to figure out a way out. But it's going to be a lot harder in this on this planet right now. So I want like you and everybody and myself. Go easy on yourself because it's not – although it's your responsibility to fix it, it's not your fault it happened. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's important. It's just how things shaped up from previous times. I mean, like I've, the way things evolve, like the racism, sexism, all of that, it, it, was, it all started at some point but never went away. And mm-hmm. it just – it's a constant circle where it always comes back to the same thing. And to be honest, I think it's something that's so difficult to fix and like get out because the idea of it is always going to be passed down. The people that are racist are going to continue to pass that down to younger generations. People that are sexist, it's going to get passed down. These things are like so hard to fix and like, yeah, you have these activist groups and everything, but there will never be, like, a true fix, if that makes mm. sense. There's always yeah. going to be some, some, even if it's a small bit, it's always going to still be there. I think, 
you know, speaking on that stuff, all all these, you know, bad things still exist, whether it's, um, you know, staunch, you know, capitalist, staunch, communist, uh, staunch, socialist, if it's um, racist, if it's sexist, if it's people that just, if you know, what like anti-Semitic, people that hate you for your religion, which is a choice, you're not born with that, but sometimes yeah. people still, you know, people hate you for all these different reasons. But I, I think, you know, I, and I still want to main, remain apolitical because I don't do enough research. But oh yeah, a, do I. a lot of the things with whether it's okay, a lot of things with like the, the Black Lives Matter thing. At the beginning, it's like yeah, no fucking shit. They they matter. Of course they do. And, I'll, and yeah, and I would see all these these videos. And I'm like, wow, this is so atrocious. But what happens is when there's Male factors and for any okay, I sound such like an idiot. Um, so I'm gonna say, oh, if you don't know what the word means, but there are unfit members to every organization, and it's those, and it's whether it's the police, whether it's Black Lives Matter, whether whether it's the American military, whatever it is, there there are unfit members to every organization, and it's the unfit members that make it a lot harder for everybody else because like what's the everyone says one bad apple spoils the bunch, right? So. Unfortunately, whether it's like activism for BLM, activism for the trucker rally, activism for um, you know free speech stuff, gun rights stuff, uh, whatever it is, it only takes one person to ruin it. And what happened with Black Lives Matter is because it's those unfit members, whether they be white or black, doesn't matter. It's those unfit members that ruined the whole image that ended up making more racists because they're like, oh, look at them all. And then there's, okay, then the, the truck rally stuff. There's unfit members that, like, one person, all it takes is one person to spray paint one thing. Yep. And then everyone's like, okay, they're all wrong. Or if it's, um, you know, the the vaccine mandate stuff. If it's, you know, they, they I don't think anything happened on that one. But they would go march and they talk about we don't want the mandates. All it would take is one person to hold a sign that says, like, you know, Biden is antichrist. No, like, oh, they're religious freaks or something. It takes one person. And it's that one person that makes more racist, makes more sexist, makes more uh, anti-Semitics. Yep. So all this activism, no matter what side you're on, although you can think it's helping a lot of people, and I'm sure it is, in some cases I think it's making it a lot worse. It's always because it's always going to be radicalists. Yeah, that's a good word. There's always going to be people who take it to who when there was when there was riots in uh, where Minnesota was. I brother all over the country. I I have no idea. Yeah, Um, during the BLM stuff, like obviously, yeah, you want to go back against what happened, but. You were you're creating this image where yeah. people are gonna use that like oh you see we were right and it's just like exactly yeah it's just like you can't you can't there's no fix like whatever you do there's there's really no fix in it and and that's exactly what it did when the riots occurred people were like look we were right about this look what they're doing it's like it's such a messed up world that this stuff happens. The fact that at the end of the day, we're we're the same species. Yeah. We're all humans. What makes your life better, more important than theirs? Nothing. 
Your life is not more important than theirs. At the end of the day, we're all humans. Everybody is this should be the same, seen as equal and stuff. But again, there's always going to be that small hierarchy that, oh, they did this, so this we have this opinion of them. There's there's always going to be prejudice. There's always going to be discrimination. There could be the activist groups could be helping some people, but like you said, they it also might be making things worse too. Yeah. Like, it, it's, uh, and I don't even know, like, it's, it's not really fixable. And I don't want to get, like, too, like, tinfoil hat here, but I know a lot of people say, well, everyone hates each other right now culturally. And that's not because people actually hate each other. It's because there's a, a bigger thing going on. It's like, people will say that, Okay, and, uh, I I gotta stop bringing up the story. But another thing he said was that the greatest um, the greatest lie America's ever told you is that the reason why you're poor is other poor people. And he said it, that's not the reason, and he's not claiming to know the reason, but he's saying the whole point of it was that you will argue and fight with people who are supposed to be your brothers and sisters, and the real enemy is the people above you. You got to punch up. And I'm not saying people don't deserve like the money they earn. I'm not saying people don't deserve the status and power they've they've obtained. But there are people that overuse. There are people that that overstep, and that's the problem. So when it comes to you know the right, left, you know middle, w- whether it's BLM or whatever it is, um, everyone's arguing and fighting with each other. But if you're a protester. You making the, you know, okay, so like an unfit member of BLM would 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 be the first person to throw a rock into a window. You're harming another person, black, white, doesn't matter. That fixes nothing. I'm not in support of you throwing a rock in the president's house, but at least that would do more. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. you don't fight your brothers and sisters. Fight the people that are in charge of making the, the you know, the rules. Yeah, fight the people that are making it hard on every there's always the higher people everyone underneath is at an equal playing field it should be against the higher people rather than each other yeah while they're just watching and reaping the benefits of the money and everything going into that they're watching while we literally fight each other like the uh so in, in Canada with the trucker stuff and now it's happening in the United States like foundationally so far all the protests that have been happening their their core tenant at least at the beginning I've I've pretty much agreed with everything that's been happening whether it's the you know civil rights stuff or if it's like uh constitution stuff whatever it is it's like oh yeah that sounds like it makes sense like without doing too much research into it but I think about it it's like wouldn't it make more sense for truckers instead of wasting all all their money to drive to DC to just stop working? Because it's the same thing. It's the same protest, you know. Because yeah. if they just stop working, the the what's it called the um the, the, the chains that yeah they, it all stops. Yeah, yeah it uh, corporate corporations lose money. Uh, the government loses tax dollars. Um, I feel like that would save themselves a lot of work my my you know someone i work around said oh no okay so the reason why they're going is because they i I don't want to speak for her but i think what she was saying is like they want to make a visible scene 
because they want press. Because if they just stay home and do nothing, then no one's going to know what's going on. Um, so I, I can understand that. But I'm also talking as an idiot, so I don't really know what's happening or going on or what the right yeah, answers all, are. Yeah, all I know is that there, truckers were driving across the country to D.C. Um, in, in, like, protest. Yeah. And I, I don't know the whole, like, Story well, the reason the reason why they're doing it, at least the reason why the Canadians were doing it were, were the vaccine mandates, and I'm pretty sure that's the reason why the Americans are doing it now. But I think all the ma- the mandates are going away. So yeah, I there don't, is. I there, don't. There are no mandates anymore. But I don't think. it's more than it is more than just that. I think the reason why a lot of people protest is not because of one thing. Like even BLM weren't just protesting for uh, the man that died. They 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 weren't just protesting for one person. Truckers weren't just protesting for the mandate. I think it's an accumulation of things that over time creates anger. You know, um, I don't know the statistics on like, you know, how well or how uh, unwell minorities are treated financially. I don't know the statistics on, you know, how much the vaccine does or does not help people. I don't know what the statistics on anything are. But I do know that no one's protesting for a single reason. It's a grouping of reasons. BLM protesting for... You know, we want, you know, better communities. We want more money in our schools. Uh, we want the cops to stop doing this. We want more accountability for people who break the law. We want our tax dollars to stop paying for the cops that fuck up. We want them to have to pay it, not the tax dollars. I get that. Truckers are like, okay, we want, we don't want mandates. Um, we don't want, you know, a lot of it is with like, uh, they don't like democratic politics or demo- not democratic politics. Uh, like left-leaning politics that uh, make up lies. They also don't like right-leaning politics that make up lies. Like there's a, more than just one thing, right? Yeah. So I don't know where I was going with that, but I guess I could make a new point though. The point is it's like it's hard to get a a, a hold on really what's going on because there's so yeah. much involved in it. Yep. But uh, I don't know, you know. Yeah, I mean, every it's just, in at the end of the day, it's just the world we live in it, it, it's a broken world. It's fucked. It, it, it is a broken world. And oh, it's so it's kind of like, it's funny. It's kind of funny. Yeah, it's kind of funny. But like you're going to you're going to post this on YouTube and there's going to be that one person that completely disagrees with everything that's said and be like what and take their either right-leaning ideas or left-leaning ideas and just go at you so like so i hope so that'd be nice actually do it jesse (laughs) not that you would i don't think you would do this disagree with me once but awesome like it then there's like this whole like debacle with social media and like what you post the way it could be taken like we have to be so safe with what we do or post on social media because that's forever and people will take that and twist it any way they want to yeah. put a bad image on you. I mean, I mean, like I just I just made a Twitter, and that more so for like exposure and like more to be a part of the community of Clone Hero community. And it's just like you have to be so careful with what you post and stuff because that's gonna get twisted in so many ways and. It it goes into a situation where it goes into cancel culture crap. Yeah. Yeah. I think something's changing, though. You know, the, I, I I forget what it's called. I don't know if it's Strauss Howe generational theory. I think that might be what it's called. 
there's this theory that we go through four phases in time um, when they equate it to the, uh, the seasons, four seasons. So, for instance, okay, World War II, that was winter. That was bad. Or let's say from the 30s to 1945, that was winter. After the war was over, um, that was spring, and it was the best anyone's ever had. It was great. It was a great time to be alive. You know, industry was uh, people getting jobs, having kids, raising families. Like, it was a great time to be alive. Um, And then summer came where nothing improved, but everything was stayed the same. It was great. Everyone was comfortable for a very long time. Um, And then fall came. And that was like around like um, you know for I I would say like from the sixties eighties whatever to like now like maybe around like nineteen ninety two thousand eight right yeah. the fall came or nine eleven and things started going downhill things and started the getting recession bad happened. then things started to get bad and then there's winter and we're either going through it right now or about to go through the winter and yeah. that's World War three stuff that so it only really works for American. Uh, culture because if you look at this you know winter summer spring fall thing you look at like the civil war the uh, american revolution it keeps going through these phases um however it uh what's what's the word uh it like ignores world war one for some reason so okay basically um but i've done not much reading on it but anyway the point is if you believe in that that means we're going through a winter right now. Yeah. And by 1930-something, or even 19... Sorry, 2030-something, whatever, we will be out of the winter. But whether that means we will be better or someone else will be better is a different discussion. Yep. Um. So right now we're going through a winter phase. And it's interesting because so far this stuff's been pretty accurate. Um. It even predicts a lot of this... A lot of it predicted that like when a financial uh, collapse would happen when, like, foreign attacks would happen. And um, I just look into it. I think it's called... The, there's a book on it called The Fourth Turning. Um, I've only, I've heard very little about it, but it's very interesting, and I, and I, I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. But so if we're going through a winter right now, uh, 2032, 2035, hopefully it'll be over, but hopefully we, it'll be over and we're better than we were before. There's no promise in that. So I don't... Like I said, go easy on ourselves, and hopefully... You know, we keep moving until then. Unfortunately, it'll be a while. Though. I mean, but do you know, do you see how crazy that is, though? The fact that a theorist or philosopher can almost predict what's going to occur yeah, due to the, the trends and yeah. history that we've gone through. It, it's so crazy to think that, like, one person could literally predict what millions will do. Yeah. I mean, it's... That's that's why I don't think things will ever get fixed. I think there will be like – they're like Band-Aids. You, you put the Band-Aid on to heal the wound. The wound heals. At some point, it's probably going to open up, whether it's yeah. because of you or just like an incident. It's going to reopen. And I think that it's just like that constant circle. There's no, there's no end. There's just no end. In our life, there's not going to be an end to – all the problems, there's not going to be an end to racism, homophobia. There's never yeah. going to be an end. It's always going to be there lurking. We might have that scar tissue over it protecting at in a, during a really good time, but there's still 
most likely it's going to get reopened. Yeah, so things things never get fixed. They only get better. You know, things will get better, but they're not going to be perfect. Um, you know, when when you uh, you said something before about how we're all the same species, we should all get along. I always like to think about if we ever moved to Mars and we terraformed it, we would speciate. We would definitely yeah. speciate because the, the gravity is different. The way our organs work would be different. The way our skin looks probably be different. It would take a very long time. But it, we would speciate. And, yeah. I, and I'd like to imagine what the... What the racist stuff they'd say to each other, like what kind of things they would call each other. Like I can joke about it now because it's not true. Yeah, but it's like it's, it's like I, it's like that would still that would still happen. Yeah, yeah. It, it it'll always it'll always go back to it. Yeah, there's always there's always there's always prejudice. There's always prejudice. There is always. But um, we're like coming towards the end here. This was I I had a lot of fun. This I was, had a lot of fun. Yeah, we're, we're, I mean like we 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 totally. Uh, we went from social media and career aspirations to to how fucked up the world yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of hard not to right now, you yeah. know, to talk about that shit. Um, I don't know. I want. I, I do want to go back a little bit, though, for a couple more things. Uh, so, obviously, social media is very hard. to. It's, it's hard to grow on it. Um, and especially like, like you were just saying, how you, you always got to be so afraid of what you're going to say, how you're going to say, how you present yourself. Yep. I, you know, I've talked to a lot, most of the people I think I've talked to on this podcast, they have some social media aspirations and, um, a lot of them end up doing pretty good and it's because they niche down and we talked about that before. Niching is very important. Um, I think, and what, what I was trying to say before is what I think is changing is they're making different Twitters. They're making different YouTubes now. They're making different things. And now there's the frontier has grown larger. The front, like people say, the final, the final frontier is Alaska. The final frontier is space. I mean, the final frontier right now is the internet. It, it'll always be the final oh, frontier because yeah. it's continuously growing. Go ahead. I mean, you see, you see how many more jobs are op- are becoming a thing through the internet. I mean, I don't know who it was that told me, but it's like you saw in the early times of colonization and everything, the work they did was manual labor and just hard work. And then yeah. it slowly transitioned to like this paperwork and books and all that stuff. And now it's transitioning into a digital age. Digital yeah. age. And the like you said, what's past the digital age? Is that literally the final frontier? There's so many more people now becoming successful with internet and stuff that is... Is this what the future holds? Is the internet going to be the career, the like main career choice that people take? Throw away college degrees and everything. Is going to the internet where people are going to start making their money? I I had this idea when I I worked my first like job when I well my first job I worked when I was fourteen, but my first job at the mall. I worked at a shoe store, and I had this idea. I was like, someday in the future, everyone's going to be so poor, um, but they'll all have enough money to survive because it's kind of like socialized or something. So everyone will have enough money to survive, but there'll be no available jobs because it's all automated. So I imagined, and there'd be such a funny like office-style sitcom. Not, or is that a sitcom? I don't know. It'd yeah, be, office is a sitcom. Okay, it'd be a funny sitcom where in this world, the entire planet's essentially like a city, 
and people live in malls. So like the first, like th- uh, the top three floors are like apartment rooms. And the, the bottom three floors are all stores and restaurants and stuff. Um, but everyone is a street performer inside the mall. Because everyone just wants to entertain other people because they don't have anything else because everything else is taking care of them. So, like, at, at the further they go on, everyone becomes an entertainer. Everyone wants to produce content. Like, that's what a lot of people do right now. The news, like CNN, Fox, they're literally... I, my friend was telling me about it, how there was a, a, a rule passed or whatever, how news doesn't need to be factual news anymore. It's, it's listed as enter- entertainment, so they can really say whatever they want. News doesn't have to be news. Now it's what... Yeah, I know. I know it. I know. Yeah. So, 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 what I'm saying is, everything's becoming entertainment. So, I thought it would, I, when I was younger, I was like, it'd be that's going to be the future. We're all going to be living in malls and performing on the tile uh, floors inside the malls. I, I was just thinking about that. But, yeah. um, yeah. So they're changing. They're 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 growing new social media platforms, and I think people are going to find different places to live. And I like in the internet, and I, I think that could be good and could be bad. I think the separation of people and culture is bad but i do think the free market is good uh so i don't know what's going to happen but i i do think the fear people have of saying the wrong things i think it's very large but i think there's 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 hope you know yeah yeah no i i i get that it's just like like we said before there's that there's always those radicalists like the cancel culture yeah like you're it, and people get afraid of saying an opinion on the internet because if their opinion is different from someone else's, it's not an opinion, it's wrong in general. And I'm not saying, like, if someone has an opinion of, like, ra- being racist and, like, stuff like that, but I'm saying if someone has a different viewpoint yeah. from someone else and uh, the internet gets at them that they're they're wrong about that viewpoint, even though... The, it's just it's w- just what they think in general it it's like i think with the more and more people making a living off the internet is a good thing but i also think it's a bad thing going so far into the internet because as, like the the old term keyboard warriors actually keyboard exist keyboard warriors that's and right yeah it's one of those things where it's so easy to do things behind a screen because there's no it it I've learned this in like interpersonal communications courses. People are so much more willing to to cyberbully because they don't have that yeah, reaction yes. of seeing someone else's face and having that That's fucking that's uh the catcher in the rye. Sorry, continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That having that face-to-face interaction because when they see the other expression, that changes what they're feeling and then all of a sudden they take back what they say and yes. stuff, but on the internet, you put it on the internet, and you don't have the risk of getting your ass kicked yeah. or like seeing the other face, the other person's face, or having other people come, like yeah. come to their support. It's the internet, and you can yeah. just literally just click that block button, and your thing has already been said to them, but they cannot rebuttal, bro. Like you recited the Catcher in the Rye like a few times. Yeah, you don't have to read that book. I, you, you, I just gave it to y'all. Yeah. <laughs> that's my, but that's seriously, my seriously, like it's, it's said in it. The other uh, Holden Caulfield says, "I'd rather, uh, uh, what, uh, push a guy out the window or chop his head off with an axe 
then sock him in the jaw or something like that. He said the reason why he would rather do that to somebody is because he doesn't want to look at the guy's face. Um, it's like a certain type. Of, but the point is, Holden Caulfield has a problem with um, seeing himself within that person. Like, I can't believe I just did that and look how they're reacting. He doesn't like that. Yeah. But, you know, when I was younger, when uh, Same Love by Malcolm Moore came out, I was like, oh, this is a great fucking song. And I loved the music video. It was awesome. And as an experiment, every couple of months, I would go into the comment section to see what they would say. And when the, when the song came out, so many people were hating on it. So many people like were were you were shaming, you know, gay people. It was it was horrible. But if you go on it now, it's nothing but positive stuff. Yeah. So things are definitely changing for the better. But um so I know there's always gonna be like those shitty people, but things definitely are changing for the better. Now with the you you did you watch the movie Dune? No, I did not. I've actually never seen it. Okay. The movie is amazing. If if you have the means, which you definitely don't, I don't think anyone does. I don't think they let you do this. If you have the means, rent out an IMAX and watch it. <laughs> it is so good. So Frank Herbert, the the author of Dune, he imagined this world where in the future there would be no artificial intelligence intelligence. There would be no computers. Um there would be machinery, of course. There would be engineering, but yeah. there would be no like artificial uh, intelligence technology. And I don't know if they ever go into the book. They go into why there's none, but I think the point of it was because it's it's dangerous. Artificial technology is dangerous, and his idea was in the future. You, you like you'll have you'll have two options. One option is kind of what we are doing right now: is we're going to an artificial intelligence, computer driven. Uh, internet-driven world. Or, and this is where it gets interesting, or you can choose a psychedelic world. The reason why a psychedelic world might work is what people like him would say is, you ever heard of the stoned ape theory? No. So the stoned ape theory is about that one of the reasons why humans were able to get to the next step of human evolution is not because we evolved to have uh, larger brains, which we did, but because our brains were, were killing our mothers because our heads were so large, um, they were killing them at birth, we, we couldn't really evolve much more because we were killing ourselves. People say, well, mushrooms could have basically made our brains more compact. It could have connected it differently and, and helped us evolve more. Uh, like, there's books written on it. It's pretty cool. But the idea is if we do away with artificial intelligence and, re- and connect ourselves more with spirituality, uh, psychedelics, DMT, mushrooms, and everything that's, like, natural and our body knows how to use and consume and um, expel, we can get a larger connection to a more... You ever seen the movie Avatar with the blue people? Yeah. This is not encouraging drugs, guys. Yeah, no. I mean, like, unless you're in California and you talk to someone, like a doctor about it, don't don't just do fucking drugs, okay? Yeah. Um, But, so, he was saying that if we, could, if we do away with, with technology the way we do it right now, we might be saving ourselves the depression, the, the need for like, um, validation, all that. And if we, and if we, uh, focus more on, you know, love, passion, religion, spirituality, and, uh, connecting ourselves more internally, like whether it's like with Buddhism, whatever it is, um, we could travel the stars without needing a a computer to help us. And it was really cool. And and if I had a choice between traveling the stars with psychedelics or a computer, I would pick psychedelics. I don't... I I, I think I would pick psychedelics too. Yeah. So it's a cool idea. So when you say the the internet's expanding, it's the final frontier, it's like, yeah, it is, but it's it's scary because although everyone's benefiting in a lot of ways, 
it's also dividing us and separating us more than we ever realized it could. Yep. yep. Use use as a an example. Use the computer screen as like an example. That's a border. That's a the screen is dividing us. Yeah. If you're on one side, the other person's on the other. There's something in between. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the black mirror, right? It's like that's what they call it. Um I don't know, but look, this is this was great. Do you do you have anything else to, to no, say? No, I, I I think we like hit so many different points and just this is gonna be a nightmare to find chapters for. It's gonna be oh, like, yeah. yeah, it's gonna be a fucking nightmare. Um, guys, thank you so much for watching. Um, and that's about it. We will uh we'll see you on the next one. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. Thank you for coming. Peace, guys.